Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 36 of Pigskin's Picks. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Ryan. And I'm Dave. And on this week's episode, we will be covering our recap of the divisional round in the NFL, as well as getting down to the nitty-gritty championship weekend, Dave. I cannot wait. Honestly, Ryan, you can say the four teams that are left right now are are four of the best teams, if not the four best teams. And I know, like, you can say, well, no shit, it's the final four teams. But throughout the season, when these teams were at their best, four of the best. I mean, three of the best in the Chiefs who kind of are playing good right now, but not great, but good enough to just, you know, beat the Bills. Well, we'll get into that later. But Let's do a quick uh, uh, recap. We'll do our our starter oinks. Well, we're, uh, we do have a special guest that's coming oh, in a yeah. bit. Oh, so God, we have to, uh, we'll mention that. I mean, coming. We'll talk about him after when he comes here. But, yeah, um, you know, let's, let's just mention our oinks. Right? What were your oinks of the week? You know, some good performances. Not like a million. It was kind of weird. Like, the, yeah. two of the games were, were not very good. And then two of them were very good. Very good. Um, I'll run through real quick. First oink of the week is... George Kittle, four for 81 and a touchdown, uh, you know, the, the 35 yard or whatever, however many yard touchdown he had really kind of, you know, put a spark in that Niners offense that was a little dull to start the game. Uh, so that got him going a little bit. My two oinks is Aaron Jones, uh, 18 carries, 108 yards, as we said, Slim Pickens, but he was really the reason. I mean, that's still I, good. He, again, short, what do, you, do you have any receptions? Or do you have any like, yeah, three, yeah, three for eight. But, I mean, okay. the running game was the reason the Niners were on their toes to start that game. Really, the, the reason they trailed for a lot of it is because I don't think the Niners knew what was coming just because the, the ground game worked so well for the Packers and Aaron Jones. And then, you know, just like Thanos, CMC is inevitable. He's my three oinks. 128 all-purpose yards, two touchdowns, you know, 98 on the ground, almost 100, you know, 30 in the air on seven catches. Uh, it's just the OPOY is doing OPOY things. I know it sucks about that. I had a a, a play in that was Aaron Jones 100 yards, McCaffrey 100 yards, McCaffrey Ooh. touchdown. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah, 98 yards. That's rough. It's okay. It's fine. So, Dave, you want to go through your oinks real quick? Yeah, go through my oinks. Um, again, like you said, not great perform. I mean, the performances that were good were very good. And I'll yes. start the first. Mike Evans, even in a loss, my boy, he, we, I said it. He was going to show up. I said Mike Evans. He went eight for 147. Oh, uh, <laughs> there he is. There's our special guest. We'll uh, introduce you in a second. How are we doing? How are we doing? Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad. How about you? Good, good. Uh, let's go through our oinks from last week. I got to ma- mention little pretty boy himself, little uh, setting hearts out to the stands to maybe his brother and not Taylor, and everyone just thinks it was a Taylor. <laughs> it's uh, Mr. Travis, you know, Mr. Kelsey. Five for 75 and two touchdowns. I told you, Ryan, that last week it was going to come down to the Bills are going to make Travis Kelsey beat him, and guess what? Travis Kelsey beat him. Travis Kelsey beat him. I think, what's he, in the last two playoff games against them, he's got five touchdowns. I believe he had three last year, and then he had... Two, two this year, or sorry, three, two years ago. It's just, it's like never ending with him. It's ridiculous. And, and then my last link is the man who looks like the most dangerous football player in the league. Uh, not only is he going to win the MVP most likely, if he continues to play like this, they're probably winning the Super Bowl. And that's Mr. Lamar Jackson. Didn't pass crazy against Texans, who, you know, kind of held him in check in the passing game. But, I mean, I don't know if you saw that um that bootleg play that they ran. When he did the around the back of the ball and took it for 22 yards, it was just incredible. 
mean, 11 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. And then, again, another 153 yards in the air and a touchdown as they rolled over the Texans. Um, if he plays like this, I think they go to the Super Bowl and may just win it all for the second time in the last, you know, 11 years, which is kind of weird to think that the Ravens could potentially have three Super Bowls since 2000. They've only been around since, I believe, what, 2000? Or is it 96? Yeah, whenever definitely that... before then, yeah. Not, not not much. They were the expansion team before the. They were at the them and Jags came at the same time. The Ravens have not been around that long. Yeah, the, the the Ravens version of Baltimore. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely like late nineties. I think the Colts, the Baltimore Colts. Or yeah, something. yeah, he was yeah. Colts. I'm saying the imagine the Baltimore Ravens were to win their third title. That'd be their third title since two thousand. It's pretty, like a low key, like really good stretch that they've been in compared to like most teams who haven't even sniffed a conference championship game, i.e. the Dallas Cowboys. Um, <laughs> The Lions have have now you know ended their streak. I don't know if you saw that since '91 they had hadn't been to a conference championship game or whatever it was, and they now have done it. And golf has more playoff wins in this year than the Cowboys have had in the last 20 years. 20 years combined, something like that. It's it's really good, man. Cowboys are cowboy. What do you expect? Well, that's what the Lions are becoming America's team at this point. Oh yeah, I'm the Lions. At this point, I think. I think it's all in on the Lions. So America, buckle up, put your put your bear down, put your put your Lions gear on. Oh, it's, the Lions, <laughs> they're, be- they're begging Lamar Jackson to become a Captain America and stop Mahomes from making too much football. Yeah, I'd... anything but the Chiefs, man. Please, and guess what? All these Swifties do not get to experience this kind of success in their first season as fans. It's a bunch of bullshit. We all have to experience time, you know, downtimes. Ryan, you've Whoa, experienced more downtimes. What the hell are you talking about? We all. I mean, we, 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 we have had we, 20 years. We had 20 years of. You have complained the last four years about how miserable you are because the team isn't good. I said, well, this is what happens. You're good for some time. You stink for some time. Ryan's still waiting for that to happen for his guys. It's coming. It's coming. Wow. Don't worry. I mean, hey, 2018 was fun for a bit. For a bit until 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 a double doink. Man, yeah. you know what's crazy? You could have saved us. You could have saved saved us to the the you know. You could have beat the Eagles. Then we wouldn't oh, have had to worry about him. But no, man. The, the the worst part about that whole thing is, is that Cody Parkey lost us like two regular season games already. Up until that point, like the Bears really should have been like fourteen and two, not twelve and four. Yeah. And so they should even have, they should have had a first round bye if it wasn't for Cody Cody Parkey already. Uh, and then, kickers, and then he do? does that. Yeah, well, kick, guess kickers, what? man. I, I just don't understand how kickers just miss. You know, yeah. like no, and I, listen, I, I I'm not saying they have an easy job, but like I just the Tyler Bass miss. It wasn't like one he job, just really. barely missed. Close. It wasn't he even close. Absolutely shanked it. That At wasn't even it, that. Well, like I mean, that was what like 43 yards. Yeah, I mean it was close, but it wasn't like it wasn't like he was kicking a sixty yarder for the win. Yeah. It's like he missed bad. Almost I mean, listen, bad. Well, if I we could. want, if we really want to go there, uh, Joe Brady's play calling was fucking horrific on that last dude. Drive. I that that what drive made doing? no Just sense to me. Just it made yards. it made absolutely no sense to me. And and I like I know people people were uh, criticizing Josh Allen for. No, for his decisions on that out. drive to it like he he kept taking some like uh you know shots uh, yeah shots to the end zone deep passes stuff like that going for like the home run play and like i i get it but at the same time i'm pretty sure in his head helmet the play call that was coming into him was just 
fucking H back dive in Madden or something every play mm-hmm. because I don't know what I I don't know what that drive was. It was um, you know it was the, it was a drive where they wanted to end the game. Yeah. So they said, let's burn as much time as possible because we're going to score a touchdown it's, to win. Well, that's, that's like, the thing, though. It, it, it didn't even feel like they were... It, honestly, it felt like they were completely playing for overtime. Yes. Like, they, they, they did not... Like, they were okay with not scoring a touchdown. They were just going to go to overtime. They, they, they burned four... They, that drive started with, I think, 8.56 or 8.46. Something it, it was, like that, yeah. It was nearly nine minutes left in the game. More than yeah. enough time. And again, he goes to the home run ball at the start. And I just, I saw some tweets, and it really is true, that they go, if Gabe Davis was playing, which th- that that was a game where you noticed yeah. they missed Gabe Davis because they did not have a true deep man. How many times are you going to throw I mean, two? That, that ball to Stefan Diggs, dude. I mean, you, you can't. can't throw ball. It's a you, can't, you can't throw 60 yards better than that. <laughs> it goes through. I, I, What's happened to Stefan Diggs, by the way? I did. Well, I said on TikTok, man, I don't fucking, I have no idea what happened to that guy. Because uh, I'm not even like, you know, when you throw a deep ball to like your, you know, number four, number three guy or whatever. Your deep, deep guy who's just there to burn. Yeah, it, I mean, and you don't make the play like it is what it is. But like when it's, when it's Stefan Diggs, I, I, I expect that ball to be caught. And I mean, that dude didn't even get a hand on it. It went through his hands. Right, it went through, right, it, right through the bucket, man. Like... <laughs> And guess what? He had a couple other, and people then were criticizing, you know, oh, look at that under route on second and nine that he throws the ball to Shakir and uh, over the middle of the end zone. And it's like, yes, but do you, I, yeah, Josh should have hit Diggs. But at that point in the game, Diggs had eight targets and three catches and had dropped multiple balls. And, and I'm not saying this is in Allen's head, but Allen at that point, it's like, Shakir's the only guy catching the ball from you. I didn't Shakir say that. and Kincaid. Shakir and Kincaid. Shakir became a complete like foundation guy. A Guess lot. what? You could, you could, you could really. I mean, Shakir over the last what they say eight games uh, really stepped up. And see, and and that's why, like you know, when people are talking about like you know Diggs being washed, because obviously like his stats were down this year, mm-hmm. and like I don't, you know. I don't buy into a guy being washed based on stats just because, like, a lot of things can go into that. It, I, I, mean, I know Buffalo, body language. You see his body language? Yeah, like, Buffalo had a better running game this year, so there's yeah. that. And Shakir and Kincaid, you know, came into their own, so obviously that's going to take away stats from him. Uh, and then obviously Gabe Davis and whatnot through the year, too. So it's like, I mean, there, there could be a lot of reasons why you don't get the same stats. But then you actually watch that game, and you just, I mean... You watch a guy, literally, the, he didn't touch the ball, man. He didn't even, like, even though he did not get a finger on that ball that was thrown 60 yards right into his bucket. Right into it. You can't, like, I mean. You can't drop that. You can't no. not, not, I mean, and also, what's his name in the, has the two different 20-plus yard, 20, th- one of them was, like, uh, 35. Well, sure, Sherfield's a number four for a reason. He showed it on the play. Exactly, like, exactly. If that was Sherfield, I'd be like, I don't know. I mean, but Sherfield Tough. had two other plays in the game. That I mean, the first deep bully who's Sherfield, that, hit Sherfield in the hand like I go you oh, can't the, throw a better ball and hit the him one the one that he like it was, I mean it was a tough catch so him not catching it is kind of whatever but uh the one he like he like dove and it, and, it, was, it was wrapped up in his arm yeah and, like, yeah, yeah but and, still I go he threw it in a place that only Sherfield could catch it like it well, was one of those things where you get, get he, like, he bounced up like he was like so confident that he caught it he had me fooled and then they showed a replay and it was obviously like it bounced off I the ground like, shit like that oh. and I was like man why'd you get me excited like that dude 
Like, cause usually when a wide receiver bounces up like that and they're all like up in the ref's face, like usually they, they know they caught it. It's like, no, nah, did you catch it? But that, that guy was just straight up lying. He's <laughs> like, yeah. the Academy Award now. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about bu- Buffalo. I, I said last week, Ryan, on an episode to my Ryan, that it was going to be, they were going to shut down Rasheed Rice. They were going to really do everything to limit everyone. And I, again, wasn't shocked at what um, Pacheco did in the fourth quarter where he really took over the game. Uh, for the Chiefs and allow them to, again, they should have been up by two touchdowns. Um, they're up by 10. If Hardman doesn't fumble at the damn two-yard line, then the Bills were gifted that. Also, I hate the fourth down. If you're going to run that fourth down fake, you do not run it with DeMar Hamlin. You get Ty Johnson on there. That, who, okay. You saw there's the tweets, a, right? About bro, that, like, you, about, there's there's so many the times. Hamlin jokes on Twitter. There's there's so many times where like you know people make the scripted jokes and stuff like that and 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 all that, and of course I I don't believe the NFL is scripted or anything like that. But man, when when stuff like that is done, because I just like, can't. Come on, man. I I can't reasonably think of a good like thought process for that play. Demar Hamlin's an undersized. Other, like, yeah, like other than oh, this would be such a cool story though. Like if it worked, <laughs> nah, you know what? that is like the only thing that I could think of. That was other Sean than, McDermott it's a, it's a, being Sean McDermott. That's exactly that was, what that was. That was a bad play, bad play design, bad player to choose to run the play in the first. I, everything about that was just terrible. I don't like. It also it made no sense. Anybody? It, no, it, it was it was it terrible. Was, it was like, oh, let me, be, let me be like Dan Campbell. At least when Dan Campbell runs it, he runs it with like a linebacker who will run. Yeah, through like it, and or, it's it's a again, good play design. If you're gonna run it, at that point, we saw in that game Ty Johnson ran the ball extremely well against them. I went when when James Cook started to get bottled up a little bit. Ty Johnson ran very well, and yeah, really, yeah. I think is going to go into next season as RB two there because like he his role had grown over the season. But if you're going to want to play where you're going to use your your up man, you're going to – you should be putting Ty Johnson out there who had already shown you he could run through their actual defense Well, to run a spot on fourth and six. If you're, you're going to run that like two extra blockers, right? Yeah, I, I know. I and just, they still – Hamlin was still four yards short. Yeah. Is he like, like – I have no idea. But d- does he usually line up on punts there? I think he's – Or, is, it, or is he like put in that – position specifically i don't recall him because i don't he didn't play that much this year compared to like last year when no, he was he, actually playing a lot yeah he didn't really play I, 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 at all this year it's that i like i don't that's why I, I don't know like it it's even worse to me if he like specifically you know picked him off the bench put him in there for that scenario like that that's just even worse like if he if he's out there regularly for like punt snaps which i have no idea if he is or not but like it's I mean, one if thing he is but... like it's like okay whatever but it's like if he if he picks him off the bench to do that, and the defense is like, what the hell is Demar Hamlin doing out here? <laughs> oh shit! They just gave him the ball. Like, I got you know. I'm, I'm like, I that's the last. You're like, what are you I doing? I don't really. I don't understand that. That, I, that that was so dumb. Also, like again, of all times to go for it again, it was supposed to be a jolter, but like they went for their own thirty six yeah, yard that's line. That's not the place to do it. No, like, they, they no, had it's a, not. they punched the ball early in the game at like especially the, like at that point they had. I, I mean, I would still. I would still say that I know. I mean, what they were, I know they were down three because they but just gave us a touchdown. It was, it was twelve minutes left in the quarter. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would still say that Buffalo still had a pretty strong grip on like the game and like the energy of the game. Yeah, and and I know they just gave up the touchdown. The Chiefs had the lead, but like they still had like the the Bills were playing better. They needed to get a couple of better, like you know, good defensive stops, 
and the Chiefs were able to get, you know, touchdowns out of it when they shouldn't have. But the Bills still had that game in their grip, and then they did that fake punt, and then the energy just yep. garbage. And then, and then it, it's was, like from it was that two, point on, it's like, oh, it was the next play. Yeah. It was the next play when, when Pacheco ran down to the two yard yeah, line. Exactly. And you're like, oh, the game's I mean, over. And I'm just yeah. telling you, I, you're, I would have loved to, I mean, I'm happy the Niners won, but I was thinking, uh, Ryan, I'm talking about this. It could have been Packers, Lions in the NFC Championship game. Oh, and as a Bears I, fan, well, that would have been hell for I you. actually wanted the Packers to win that game. I, I, I wanted the Packers to win the game, mainly because, um, my my fiance's mom is a big Lions fan, so this is a you know fun time for her. But that would have meant Detroit would have hosted the NFC Championship game, yes. and that would have been electric. And so exact, and that would have been awesome. I also me, think they would have rolled the Packers. I think they would maybe not rolled them like, but I think they could have just comfortably won. Right, like going into this I weekend, they would not have lost that game. Yeah, I I don't think like in, in if you go into it with Dan Campbell, my worry like this weekend is I love I love Dan Campbell. He's an aggressive guy, but I feel like it's gonna you know, going into going to the Bucks matchup, I feel like in his head, he's just like, okay, if we just play our game, we're gonna win. We're the better team. Where it's like you go against the Niners, he's gonna feel more pressure to go ahead and do a fake punt on his 30 or some ridiculous <laughs> stuff because he feel like he's gonna need to do that in order to win. Whereas like if it was the Packers, I feel like he would have just done what he did with the Bucks, go straight up, be comfortable know you're gonna win if you just play your game well here's a, here's something we want to talk to you about and it, again it actually works the packers didn't win because they did win and jordan love played well since your last time you were on we were talking about was jordan love that good and since dude. that time jordan love besides last week dude. was put was on a run of absolute just damn did the packers find they, the, the next guy they can't keep getting away with this man <laughs> it, it is it is so stupid it, it, is genuine, it is genuinely so stupid. I can't, like... It, like, the, wor- the worst part, man, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, like, that dude's a nutcase. So, like, you know, you can make fun of him for that and stuff like that. But, like, Jordan Love, though, like, I can't... Like, I can't hate him. Yeah. He's just a dude. He's just a he football do- player. He doesn't, he doesn't say anything stupid in the media. He doesn't act arrogant or anything like that. Like, it, 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 the only story that you see about Jordan Love is he helped a woman that had, like... Uh, slid off the road from ice like he helped her uh tow her car off the side of the road like what am i po- how am i supposed to complain about that what am i yeah. supposed to say ah yeah you bitch buy her a new car instead like what am i how am i supposed to hate the guy for that no i, mean, I, mean, I even it's ironic looking at like your your struggle for almost ever never really having a great it's, quarterback it's, it's like... also incredible man because he like he really has just completely imitated Rogers, like, like those, you know, like third down throws. Also, sidebar for a moment with the Packers because I still don't understand how it happens. But I swear to God, no team manufactures wide open receivers like they do. I, I, I swear to God, the it's Dallas, like between the Dallas game. Dallas game they were, I swear, every time I, Dallas needed to stop, it just. Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that one Tucker Craft touchdown was like statistically the most wide open touchdown like ever, or something like that. There or, was no one within 25 yards. Of yeah, it. like it, that. That was insane. But it's like I, I swear to God, you have a you know I watched years of Bears Packers games where it could be a third and 14, and Aaron Rodgers drops back and he just you know does his little flick, 
And it's like, you know that somehow, somehow it's going to go into the hands of a wide open guy, 25 yards on the field. And you're sitting there like, how the hell are you that wide open? And now it's still the same thing. Like he throw like, the, you know, you see the camera move <laughs> He's right it's in the hands of a wide open guy. And you're just like, where's the defense? Apparently no one's there. It. You're like, sir, how do um, you get away with this? Like, Ethan. I don't know. And I, I'm be honest with you, Ryan, Ryan and I do not like Matt LaFleur. And we had, we had argued oh, dude, that no, he wasn't on. a good coach. No, Matt LaFleur is fantastic. No, but that's the, this year's, we said this was yeah, a proof yeah, year. Proof you're good. <laughs> no, man, he's good. He proved, no, he's, he proved he's, it he's, too well. He's really, really good. And I, I think, um, yeah, I mean, this this year was definitely that. He's He's been able to, he, you he, know, run his office the way he wanted to. Right? Like Aaron Rodgers before was probably like, no, fuck you. I'm not doing that or whatever, you know, and, and he had to deal with that. Which I mean, granted, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, I probably let him do that too. But uh, th- this has hundred percent been Matt Lafleur's doing. Well, I guess it, I I've argued both of us will talk about. We don't. We're not huge Colin Coward fans. We think that he says a lot of really stupid yeah, shit. Colin, but, uh, yeah, but Colin, no, Colin, mean, said, Colin said something though. I will say, and I go, damn, he's right. And he goes, I haven't seen a mid-season growth where you were able to turn it around with quarterback. Where again, we were when when we talk about love after you know six weeks, it was like, ah, oh, is he really the guy? He's not very really that good. And then he goes on a run where he goes like twenty four touchdowns, one pick, like like kind of like yeah. like like Tom Brady esque numbers. Mahomes that like how how is he doing this every week? He's he's throwing for three touchdowns, no picks, and and two seventy five, and they're winning the game the, again. The, the biggest thing that I noticed in um the couple playoff games there for them is just i mean they have a young wide receiver core of you know uh wicks reed uh honestly watson. you know a year a year ago christian watson was viewed to be the one he's maybe the three to be honest with you uh mm-hmm. Jaden reed's but Jaden reed's the best wide receiver on that team he's so and they, and they but, use him they use him in multiple ways yeah, they and, use him and, very but well. they have like between reed dobbs wicks Honestly, I'd probably say Watson's the four because I would take those three over Watson. Well, Watson was banged and, up a little bit, so I, I that's get true. it. Most but of the still, Watson as your four, that's, well, that's pretty good. But it's like they had they had a young wide receiver core. Yeah, yeah. Um, that all of them, all of them, they block. They do all of those little things perfectly well. Like I mean, Aaron Jones has had you know he had like what like the five games in a row with a hundred rushing year or whatever, and primarily is because of the hell of a blocking job that entire wide receiver unit does on and you can see it on every single play and whenever both, it was both like, ends, yeah both no, and, pretty and good craft and uh i mean they they do they do everything that chase claypool refused to do uh when he was here um yeah i mean they but they do it from one through five and that's like, you know, usually, I mean, we have, you know, like the, usually every football team has like that one wide receiver guy. That's like the good blocker or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like for us, it's Equinemius St. Brown. Um, but I mean, they're doing it one through five and not, not every team can do that. Nope. And that's why Aaron Jones is, is just going on an absolute tear. I mean, did you watch it's the, the run he had? It's kind of, but the, you know what it is? It's emulating San Fran. Because look at San Fran yeah, and their yeah. wide receiver room, who they all they all block, they all yeah. look for contact. I mean, I always I loved this year. Brandon Ayuk didn't only have thirteen hundred yards this year. He has some of the best downfield blocking 
you'll ever see on tape. I oh, mean, yeah. we're talking yeah. 60 yards downfield. He is still blocking his fucking guy. He's That's putting it to the ground. That's I mean, George why. Kittle, George Kittle wants <laughs> to 12 people. Sir. It's like there's four guys in his way. Uh, he just dive bombs them. That man, yeah, man, that man is as insane as they come. Well, he's that's why he's the best. That's why he's the best. That's why George is George because he is literally like that's a guy you run through a brick wall for. Yeah, because he's gonna smash his. He's gonna take a helmet off. He's kind of gonna take his helmet off and smash it on his forehead until he splits his head open. AKA Brian Cushion. AKA Brian Cushion. <laughs> AKA there's been a couple of them. Uh, I mean, you Wilcon Smith's another one. Someone I don't know if you saw the tweets. Talking about Wilcon, they were talking about like I need my linebacker to be a little unhinged, and then people have just oh been, yeah like, yeah putting up. I, the the Rohan Smith just sound bites of him mid game being mic'd up and he's just talking to himself. I go, yeah, yeah. this is this is Brian Dawkins meets Ray Lewis. There's something wrong. He with this is man. sick. Well, think of it. Like kind of have to have a little though, you know. Yeah, think of it, a guy What's like Brian Erlacher is probably mentally unstable, and that's what made Brian Erlacher Brian Erlacher. Best linebacker. I mean, I I would assume so because I mean I I've been trying to run into that guy. He goes to the he goes to the casino near where I live. Um, I've been trying to run into him. Yeah, most of the dealers say he's a little, you know, he can be, he's nice, but he can be a little unhinged. I mean, the only, the only one that's probably not unhinged is probably Luke Keekley, just because he's so nice of a guy. I mean, Ray Lewis killed at least one man, so (laughs) he's he's unhinged (laughs) right there. Your your middle linebacker's murdering somebody. Yeah, you're a little. Lance Briggs was a very, uh, you know, mellow guy. He was. I feel like he it's was always it's, yeah. it's always that like that second linebacker that's like pretty chill. Like you know, uh, what I mean. Although maybe maybe Greenlaw would be. I don't know. He seems a, like Fred Warner seems like a really quiet guy. No, Fred, Fred Warner, where Dre Greenlaw is the one that's a little unhinged. Yeah, I'm saying, like, Dre, Dre Greenlaw's Greenlaw unhinged, and Warner is the guy that's just kind of like Warner's just sick. Yeah, what? I'm just. It's insane how good he is at football. <laughs> I was looking up like his numbers this year because again I'm a numbers guy and obviously you um, put the play with it, but the amount of pass deflections he has as a linebacker, uh, I mean, it's he has more than like some starting corners. It's like ha- his yeah. his sideline to sideline speed. He, I mean, I, I I think he's he saved at least one touchdown himself in that Packers game that I can just recall yeah. off the top of my head. Um, tripping up Aaron Jones for like a seven-yard game when it easily, literally, could have gone to the house. Uh, and I mean, he did that multiple times. It's, that, it's, it's just that guy. That guy is crazy. So let me ask you. <laughs> we'll, let's break down each of these games. So which game we want to touch first? We want to touch the the NFC. We want to go to the AFC. Uh to be honest, I mean, AFC. I don't have much to talk about there. Ravens are going to win. Simple as that. Right. Um, for our, our mental sanity, the Ravens need the win. Are you yeah, I, I refuse to believe the Chiefs have a chance. Obviously, they do, but I'm going to be delusional and believe that the Ravens are going to win by 40. I mean, well, I was talking about <laughs> if you actually look at the stats, the Ravens against like elite competition, quite literally, were winning by, I think, an average no, of I, almost. On a serious note, I, I actually do think the Ravens win this by double. I, I, I would be like, I, I, I would. I think they comfortably win by ten to fourteen, something like that. I would love I, that. this game. I don't. I think that's they win this game. If should I phrase it, if the Ravens win this game, it is by double digits. This game yeah. just yeah. for the Ravens' sake, they do not want this game to be close. No. They, the Ravens I mean, are not a team that played particularly close with most teams this year. Yeah. Their wins were we win comfortably. 
we beat the Lions by 30. We beat the, that's, the I, Dolphins that's by 30. the problem with the Cowboys, too. If they, either gonna, win, they, too well. they either win by 40 or they, you know, get their ass kicked. But it's also looking at, look at like that four-week stretch where the Ravens were in close games and they blew double-digit leads. Yeah. To me, I, I just feel like, I honestly, both both the Ravens and 49ers game plan are pretty much identical yeah. to where they really just have to get out to a lead first. Mm-hmm. They, they're not really that great from playing behind. Although I think the Ravens are actually better at playing behind, just because you have Lamar Jackson. I mean, um, I'm just looking at their schedule right but, now. They, they, the games that they, they beat the Browns by 25. You know, they, they lose the Steelers by a touchdown. They beat the Lions by 32. They beat the Seahawks by 34. They then lost the Browns in that over that that comeback game. They beat the Bengals with with when Joe got hurt by 14. They beat the Chargers by 10. They won that close overtime game versus the Rams, which they should have lost. They beat mm. the Jags by 16. Beat the Niners by 14. But that's a garbage time touchdown. So really, the game looks closer than it is. They beat the Dolphins by 45, you know, or 35. Like that, they beat the Texans again by 24. Like it's this game. They want to win. It's got to be a big win. If this game's close, I just feel like if they're able to get out in front early. And they're able to establish, you know, if they get up like ten nothing or something like that, and and they're able to hold the lead and get downhill to where they're just able to run the football, run out the clock like they're and just absolutely milk the clock like they're so great at doing. Um, then I don't think, I mean, I just don't think the Chiefs are good enough to be able to overcome a double digit lead in the game. Oh, that's the problem though. Mahomes quite literally has. We've seen him do it time and time again. I know. Dave, I know. Don't stop bringing stuff up like but that. The, I mean, it, this year is different though. This yeah. year it's it's like, yeah, Travis Kelsey in the last game, whatever. But the Raven, the Ravens' defense is better than the Bills. It's not really not, close either. And the, this this is also the best matchup you could have asked for in the AFC. As much as I and I yeah, wanted the Bills yeah. to win so bad because I would have loved to see the Bills play. But with the Bills' injuries I, on defense, I, yeah, I, they would have lost the Ravens. They would have gotten. It would have not yeah. been close. It would have been Josh Allen would have put on some type of like unforeseen Superman times five performance just to keep it close because they're just not as good and they were so desperate. I mean, the middle of that defense is just gut was gutted. And that's what, um. Do we know if uh? I would assume he's going to, but do we know if Mark Andrews is going to play? Yes, Mark Andrews he is. Is, is not slated to be playing. playing. Yeah. What about Marlon Humphreys? Do we know? I mean, I assume Marlon Humphreys. I think Marlon's playing. I mean, I don't see how you don't. Like, that's what I mean. If you're, I feel like if you're not going to play this weekend, you're you're not so playing. So Andrews, Andrews today, here as of as of three hours ago, Andrews was a full participant in practice. Oh, Humphreys was cool. limited, but no, I mean, and guess what? Yeah, I know. You, uh, I know Debo is. I think he Debo's said he was limited. limited. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's probably gonna play though. He's yeah, he's well, Trent, Trent Williams. They said Trent Williams didn't practice, but they're like, yeah, he's he's the best player yeah. on the team. He's playing. Well, Trent he's... Williams. Uh, Trent Williams needs to be dead in order to not play. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he what was it? What was the story you would tell me, Ryan, about him? And he did. Or maybe I read it online about how he. You know, he had cancer. Yeah, and like they told Trent him, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the oh, Redskins, shit. the Redskins royally like screwed up his like they didn't th- they thought it was just like nothing like he was getting like headaches and everything and then like. You know, a doctor was like, "No, you need to get this checked out," and it like ultimately led to him requesting the trade out of Washington because he was like, "They don't give a shit about me. They just wanted me to play football." And they kind of not ignored it, but they were just like, "Yeah, hey, you're fine." And then it turns out he had fucking cancer, and it was like, "Yeah," what? And, like they didn't oh. stop. They didn't like catch yeah. it. Like he would. It was like, yeah. like 
you're going to Can't say I'm shocked that that happened that's, in Washington. That's what happens when, Drake, when Jay Gruden runs your football team. No, nah, did you see the did oh, you see Jay Gruden? You, stuff you saw the Jay yeah, Gruden? Gruden. Gruden and RG3. Go fuck that, yourself. Dude, that guy is such a clown. That guy is such a clown. The, the him in, in RG3 going back and forth on Twitter was pretty, uh, pretty fun. Yeah, no, that's... He's not, I mean, he's technically not wrong in the Wait. sense that Kirk is better, but still. No, he, did, not, he did snap RG3's ACL. He literally screwed, yeah, he screwed, he screwed him to hell. Man, I, I mean, that... I do like, you know, RG3, though, him uh, trying to bait him to come on his podcast or something like that. That'd be that fun. That would be a fun listen. That would be. You know, what, I, you know what else is a great listen? It's honestly... The two two of the best football podcasts out there outside of ours um, <laughs> is obviously the the Kelsey's, but yeah, the Saint really Bra- the Saint Browns pod is excellent. See, I was very excited for Jason Kelsey to retire actually because I fully want him to go into broadcasting, assuming oh, he wants yeah. to, because he's so good actually. Also, like, he, he really this is man at all costs. Whatever you need to do, protect him. Yeah. I don't care. He's like induct him into like the sainthood because the man needs to be protected <laughs> for the rest of his life. I, you, you I, heard the story of what I he love did. listen to him. You heard oh, the story yeah. of what he was doing pregame and how he like. Oh yeah, well, he did all the stuff that you would do with the Bills. He called up Patrick. He called up all the all the. All Probably, the... the the coolest thing, man, is he, he is he's a like you know if you didn't know he was Jason Kelsey, you would think he's just any other Bills fan that's drunk. <laughs> but he's got like you know shirt off stuff like that, drunk guy, and he he grabs like some uh girl to bring her up into like see, near Taylor, the suite yeah. to say hi to Taylor Swift like that. How can you, how can you not like that guy? No, he's, it's, come on. It's funny because also... someone goes, imagine, uh, imagine if you're the kid just going, this big hairy man brought me to Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> can we, can we also take a second to real, to just visualize how small that beer can looked? In, uh, oh my God. Yeah. Jason Kelsey's hand. <laughs> like it looked like a, it looked like a, like a, a Tic Tac. <laughs> I'm like that is a large human being. Oh my there was, lord! Um, I, I did see some. Uh, I, I actually have no idea if how much. Uh, I mean, whether it's like legit or not, but I saw some rumors floating around that Travis might consider. I've also retiring. Yeah, I've, I've seen. I mean, that I know too. they're they're not. I mean, I know Travis is like 33 or 34, or something like that. They're they're not they're not much. Um, it's only like, like a year or two. They're like you know. two or three years apart, I think. Yeah, Jason's how old? I think he's like 36, Yeah, 35, 36, something like that. And guess what, too? Since the Tosh push... I was going to say, that that has put a huge... Yeah. He's 36, so he would be... He's... Like, I mean, every time he runs the Tosh push, he is... His entire job is to get the lowest and then have, like, you know, 12, 300-pound men on top of him. No, I think... One and a half a weight on your body. Yeah. (laughs) Ryan, you said, what did he say every time they called the tush push? They said every time, every time they ran the tush push, he'd look up, (laughs) he'd look up at the ball and he'd go, fuck my life. And then he would snap it. Like... Yeah, so Jason's 34. I mean, uh, not Jason. Really? Travis Travis 34. 34. Jason's 36, um, or 35, 2036. Travis is 34. I mean, let's, let's, let's be honest here. Jason's job is a little harder than Travis's. No, but what else? Yeah, it is. What else is Travis? Also, with the Travis with the doesn't fall. really block. Travis, you know, tries to avoid no. contact as much as possible. He, yeah, so, like, he's a he's a about as pure of a wide tight end as it gets. But it's also like <laughs> but, at what point? Like he's he's 
he's a first battle hall of famer there's no denying oh, sure. that yeah it's it's like but at what point too we obviously see that he's looking at his post football career he's making more money doing advertising i was gonna say I, it, 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 uh, it helps to make the decision easier when you have a podcast that like very easily you know they could i i guarantee you as soon as they're both retired and I, I hope it happens because I seriously think it'd be great. Like, there's going to be a Kelsey cast. Like, mm-hmm. there's a Manning cast now. Oh, please. Like, 100%. Yeah. And that'd be fantastic. That like, would also you, help you, when you get when They you get could immediately sign a, you know, 50, $100 million deal with some network to do that. And, yeah. I mean, and, that's, and they're worth it. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, but you know, like, the, fi- the Pfizer ad alone, and this is someone I, I know. I, I, re- I, lo- I reached out to some friends who work in advertising because, again, me being a TV film, that's my career. I reached out to see how true that the numbers were that were floating around and said he made 20 mil. No, he made $20 million in that ad. He makes 14 yeah. and a half million a year playing football. That- a lot, a lot of those guys, man, people, people do not realize like the salaries in the, and really in any sport, but the salaries do not come close to the amount that you get in terms of mm-hmm. like, if, it's it, for, if you're, if you're the top athletes, the amount you get in sponsor, like sponsorship deals, stuff like that, advertising, that's why half these guys don't even touch their career earnings. They just yeah, live off advertising. Honestly, that's why I don't really understand why guys don't like make more, uh, you know, competitive decisions or whatever, and just take less money to be able to, you know, yeah, like you go, get you better go guys on your team. Yeah, go win a ring. You know, well, not that, take up sixty that's, million dollars in cap top, or something. That's the, top, that's the Tom Brady effect. Why think? No, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I go. That, that was but, my whole thing. Why it was when Aaron's biggest flaws. Aaron said, "Give me, give me, give me, give me." Like, bro, how much more do you need? You're already at a point where you have enough money for the next 10 generations. Like, you're not blowing yeah, through. I mean, it, and I just don't get because I just saw, I was looking at some caps numbers, you know, teams that like have, have a shit ton of cap space, mm-hmm. i.e. the Lions having, I think, the fifth most cap space. I'm like, they're in the, they're in the championship. Well, they, Excuse me? Yeah, I mean, they got, oh, they dear. got some guys to resign, though. They have some guys to resign, but they have cap space. But, yeah. You don't, you guys have, Seventh most. They have the most this year. They have the most. Uh, right? We had the most last year. We'll have the seventh year? most this year. Because uh, really, the difference maker was the Montez Sweat deal, is what set yeah, us back guess what? to, guess what? to seven. That's gonna work. But that, that I, gonna work. Yeah, I'm okay, <laughs> I'm okay with it. He's all like it. No, so the commanders, been, the commanders right. are gonna have. Um, holy shit! So, I mean, yeah, I think what, both four or five, both the uh, combat extension and Montez Sweat. Uh, set us back to seven. Again. I think those were the two biggest. So uh, right now, right now from the from a cap space, this is as of yesterday, uh, Monday morning, um, according to the PFF. Commanders have seventy three million dollars in cap. Uh, Titans have seventy one. Texans have sixty nine point nine. So think about the Texans. I mean, you don't have to pay a quarterback. You don't have to pay your best defensive player. Like they they're in a situation where they're going to have money to spend. That team's going to get Tank Dell back. Like they're going to be they're going to be very good. good. The yeah. Colts, best players are on entry level deals. Yeah, I mean the the the, the page to fourth at sixty six mil. Colts are at fifth at sixty two, and you get the Bengals and Lions, Bucks and Bears, and Cardinals running at your top. I mean, but like by the time you get to the Cardinals, it's forty two million. Lions have fifty eight. That's a ton. The Bengals have fifty nine. You're gonna and I tell you, the Bengals. Will, I I don't see the I see the Bengals letting T walk. Because yeah, I would be surprised if they. Let, I mean, yeah, there's just T walk draft a receiver. This, yeah. this draft, I don't know if you've seen any, I don't know how much you've looked into like potential, like the, the mocks, but oh God, yeah. the latest I, mock I just saw had seven wide receivers in the first round. Oh, dude, this wide receiver class is nuts. 
it's it, really, it really ridiculous. And it's even like, I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. is, I mean, it's still, to me, it's still Marvin Harrison Jr. and then everyone else. Yeah, but, but still, everyone else is still, still pretty fucking good. Everyone <laughs> it's still else is really, really good. The argument is two, three, four, and five in this year's draft probably are, if they went out like last year, they'd be one. Oh, yeah. Like if you, I mean, oh, yeah. If you, they would have, I mean, between Odunze, neighbors, um, you know, Keon Coleman, I mean, yeah, Keon Coleman, worthy, Franklin, uh, even, I mean, even Washington ha- is going to have two different NFL wide receivers because Polk is Great. absolutely going to get drafted too, and probably a mid round. Um, but like, I mean, McMillan. Odu- yeah, but Odunze, neighbors, easily won last year, no question, and. Probably the year before that too. Like, I forget like this, this that, class but... is so, and it's so deep. Like there are going to be guys yeah. who are going to get drafted in the fifth round, like a Puka. Who you're going to be like? How? I mean, even guy... like, even O'Donnell Mitchell out of Texas, oh. he's a great prospect. And in yes. this class, he's like what? Probably viewed as like wide receiver eight to ten. I think like ten. Maybe? Something yeah, like that. I think yeah. he's back for ten. I think so. It's like, like 12, 15. I mean, dude, it. it because I mean, and plus you got Xavier Worthy out of Texas too. Uh, but it, there's so much, so much wide receiver talent. The, that, the weapons in this class are just insane. Yeah. I mean, because even even from a tight end perspective, you obviously have Brock Bowers, who's I think the best tight end prospect we've seen. Um, mm. I, I don't, I don't care. I, I know Pitts is great and all. Actually, let's say just mentioning Kyle Pitts, mentioning the Falcons. Let's see if Raheem Morris can just learn how to use. Dude, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like Bro, that hiring, by the way. I, out of all things that I thought I was going to see today, man, I was like, you know, the, the Falcons were, they're interviewing everybody, right? Comes out, you know, you get the news like every week. They're, oh, they, you know, interviewed Belichick twice, interviewed Harbaugh twice, yada, yada, interviewing Bobby Slowick, you know, whatever. And then somehow <laughs> we land on Raheem Morris. <laughs> Who didn't, like, in, in this... In this coaching cycle, like Don, what? Are we, are we forgetting that like Bill Belichick is still just um, sitting on his couch? I mean, I, let's be real. I mean, I think Bill probably they probably offered him the job, and he got to decide whether he's going to take it or not. You know, I think like those interviews were Bill interviewing them more than them interviewing yeah. Bill. But at the same time, like. How can you not at least like I I would have you know if I'm gonna go like an out of the box hire like I would have hundred percent gone with Bobby Slowick, but it's like you you go you, you literally have you have Belichick Harbaugh Vrabel, all these guys, and you land on Raheem Morris like honestly I don't even I don't even remember if I saw a tweet saying that they interviewed him no I saw nothing. I don't even like that was no that was that was when yeah. I saw the notification that that was out of left field I said yeah no I, when I saw that when I saw the tweet I was like oh they interviewed Raheem Morris Morris and I was and then I like did a double take and I was like hired that like, hey. interview I mean did you hear the news did you also see the, the excuse news excuse me they're talking about so you know we saw the Dolphins can Vic Fangio which I think it's just not a yeah I'm not yeah I, honestly I think I think Vic left I'm I guess guess guess, guess you, you know who they're saying where he's gonna go no not saying he already did. Did he? Yes, Did I missed that. It's a done oh. deal. Oh. Done where? He's got, he, he signed with the Eagles. The Eagles gave oh, him contracts. That and that's I mean, no, that, that's, incredible the, that's, that's a yeah. really good move. See, this, is, this is what pisses me off because now Sirianni is going to get another head coach guy, and he is just going to get carried by is his there, coordinators. Is there like a more unlikable coach? 
in the NFL. Such Nick a Sirianni. Asshole. That he guy's really such is. a douche. He really is. He's such an asshole. And I, al- I, I also like I don't I I fully fully expected and predicted for the Eagles to lose against the Bucks and then for Nick Sirianni to be fired. And for him they fired for them to else. not fire him is They fired everyone else. Yeah, they fired everybody else. And it's like, I, it's I like don't they really did what the like... Browns did, but it made sense with the Eagles. The Browns firing everyone made absolutely no sense to me. Yeah, the Browns the, the Browns firing anyone really didn't make much sense that to me team, this year. That team won double-digit games with yeah, you won double-digit games with four quarterbacks throughout the year. And how many got injured on that team? Like that yeah, team, I, I would have completely playoffs. just exactly. I would have ran it back. This, I would have just been like, clearly, be, we're doing something good. This like, might uh, be a wild statement, but if there was a guy, if there was a coach on that team that you fired, and I, I wouldn't even do it. It's, Probably Schwartz, just because they had the best defense at home. And then you had the third. This is just a mind-blowing thing. I, I brought this up to Dave. They had the 32nd worst defense in the NFL on the road. How do you go from first to 32nd? Yeah. It's, on what planet is that normal? Or even should yeah. be allowed? I mean, don't get me wrong. They lo- and think about two, they, all the guys they lost. And they still – didn't they have the number one – the number one pass defense? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was with having the worst pass defense on the road too. Like, yeah. It's like, like you, you went from you went you went from first at home. Like, I get it. You know, the competitive advantage of the adrenaline. But like, how are you the worst defense in the NFL on the road? Yeah, and I, I think maybe they put a little bit too much stock into the Texans cooking them a little bit. I mean, I think, I, I think two picks I, don't help you. Take two picks. Yeah, this I, I would Honestly, I would have just crumbled that one up and threw it out, and not even. Bother with said, it because, right, that was Joe. That was Joe saying yeah. it's uh, Joe. Also, the Texans. Looking back at that Deshaun Watson trade, man, they got rid of him, got all this capital, and then beat the team they traded him to. Yeah, I kind of funny, dude. People, uh, I, I love it when whenever I make a video on TikTok or something like that, and I, I defend or um, you know say anything positive about Ryan Poles. And everyone always brings up the Claypool trade. And and they're like, it's like one of the worst trades in NFL history. I'm like, dog. Yeah. It's, it's, bad. Sure. It, it's, yeah. it's not a great trade. It's not even close. Not even close to one of the worst trades just by active GMs alone. Like it is not even in the stratosphere. Like, do you still realize the Deshaun Watson trade happened. Do you still realize that Trey Lance is the fucking third string quarterback in Dallas right now? And San Francisco traded third three first round picks to get him. And let's come on. Like, it's not even, it is. Yes. Bad trade. No doubt. Not even close. Let's not Not forget about the hop trade. Yeah. (laughs) I guess not even in the stratosphere. Like it. Yes. You're going to have misses that being a miss a second round pick for Chase Claypool. I'll, I'll eat that. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. I mean, listen, we had a couple of those in New England's time. You know, Mohamed Sanu. Mohamed Sanu, Dave? I'm thinking Mohamed Sanu. Always been thinking Mohamed Sanu. Or, you know, or the, the, or the, the, the Patriots, man. million dollars to... Uh, Stop. Don't say his fucking for the, name. For the, for the best <laughs> tight end in Atlanta. You know, you know he was the better tight end in Atlanta. That's not so, a question. Yeah, the, the thing with Bill, man, for me, I personally... Because, you know, originally when the offseason started and... Uh, the Bears were radio silent for 48 hours uh, after the season ended, and you didn't know whether Matt Yerfus was going to be fired or n- yet or not. 
and people were talking about like, oh, you know, obviously, obviously Jim Harbaugh, but you know, oh, go make a run at like Bill Belichick or something. And man, I like, obviously Bill is a fantastic, you know, football mind, probably the greatest defensive mind that the game's ever seen. Yep. But holy shit, dude, that dude cannot draft. No. Uh, he, he cannot. <laughs> he, especially first round picks, dude. No, first round picks, that, he's, he's not good. He's horrendous at. It's, it's not yeah, even like. Cold strange. It, yeah, it's not even like bad where it's like, damn, you got like an okay player. No, and it's like getting, getting it, yeah, like in getting an okay player in the first round, like is a letdown. But he's not even getting like okay players. Like to me, like Mitch was an okay first round pick just because like there was success there. So it's like, and he was a quarterback for multiple guys, years or whatever. You guys did go 12 and four. And, yeah. You know, and he, and he went to a pro bowl like that. Yes. Is it a great first round pick? Obviously not. Is it Solomon Thomas? No. Or, I mean, obviously that's not by Cleveland Bill Belichick, but is it, is it Nikhil Harry? Oh. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, like his his first round picks, man, are not great. awful. They're awful. No, you know what his best picks are? Day three guys. That's the amount of guys that came no, to day three. That's the it's, thing. Yeah, like, no. he has it's, phenomenal finds late rounds. But it's it's the it's the and he does and honestly second third he'll he'll outside of wide receivers second third from a from a defensive standpoint and or. Like tight end type, you, you would think you would think the first round is would be the easiest because, like, for the most part, everyone, you know, knows it's the same generally thing. agrees. Is, everyone I, I has the this, same board. Like, I've brought this up to Dave multiple times because he thinks he's fucking smarter than everybody. Right, right. And it's just like, dude, yeah. that's not how it works. His, I mean, listen, his probably two best draft picks in the last two or three years span in the first and second round are probably Kyle Duggar and Christian Barmore, who we traded up for. Well, Christian, no, Christian Vollmer is going to be the best draft pick that we have well, the last Yes, but Kyle, Kyle Duggar, where did he go? Renai, Lenore, whatever, however. Yeah, D2 plays. I, was, I mean, Christian like, Gonzalez is going to be good, too. And Christian yeah, Gonzalez, but well, that still. Was like, that was a slam dunk. Like, if you yeah. miss that one, Bill, like. But that, that's the thing, though. It was like, you couldn't not draft, like, that That was a no-brainer yeah. decision. Like, there shouldn't have been even. A discussion. You know, yeah. The, I mean, you could have no thinking there. We could have like, took him at 14. <laughs> Yeah. It would have been a no-brainer at that point. And but I was able to draft to, to trade back and then still get him. That alone was like, holy shit. And then um, Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles. So obviously we're all, we're obviously all, who, man, what did you just say? No, remember the, the, the chess, not checkers. So build trading back. The, uh, yes, yes, the Steelers yes. Steelers took Roderick Jones. And then. I still say Rodgers didn't tear it, man. I'm going to still sit oh, by that. we're still on this fucking train. I'll still sit on that. I do believe you, but it's just like. Did um, not fully tear the Achilles? Yeah. I mean, I that, know, that shit looked like it went pop. Man. I was gonna say it popped pretty good. No, I it know, popped. I, I, I don't get wrong, but I'm t- I haven't torn my Achilles before though, so luckily. But, yeah. I no, it's just anyways. I just look at like Kirk Cousins, so goofy. He's elite. I'm just saying that because Ryan for years. Love told Kirk. Me, Kirk Cousins isn't Love he's him, elite. Man. He's a bum. I said he's not a bum, man. I'll take well, one no, you. There guys. was two people I called a bum, and you told me I was right on the one, and then I apologized for Kirk. Well, no, you're I right in the one because in the playoffs he's a bum. In the regular season well, he's he a bum. He's a bum. In the in the playoffs he's a bum. I don't disagree. Dak Prescott yeah, in the regular season. Dak Prescott is no, I know, but Dak Prescott's like I, I used the analogy. Uh, no, I used it with Josh Allen that Joel Embiid is Josh Allen because yes. he's just all world talent who just can't win in the playoffs. It's kind yeah. of Josh Allen's mo. Um, that Dak Prescott isn't like phenomenal in the regular season and then just absolutely sucks. 
And that's why Dak's a bum. Just going to say it. I dig Dak. I mean, listen, he plays very well. And then, like, in the playoffs, Dak's gonna Dak. It's just no, he just makes these that. stupid decisions. I'm like, what yeah, are you doing? I mean, he he really did just look like a deer in the headlights, man. Yeah, I mean, he all, looked like, he looked terrified against against a team who just fired their defensive yeah, coordinator. Like against a you know a team a seven seed barely make it in team with a really in a figure it out year. Yeah, and they made their way into the playoffs. The youngest team since. You know, early seventies or whatever. I also think that and that alone keeps, deer in the headlights. That also keeps um, that keeps uh, Lafleur there for yeah. years. Because uh, like, I mean, I would sign him to a twenty thousand year extension and call it a day. I mean, Literally. how about, how about <laughs> but, so so? I want your opinion because Ryan obviously sees on the Michigan hat. He's a big Michigan fan. At least we know the news of John Harbaugh going over to the Chargers. Him. It's funny. I <laughs> don't like it at all. But uh, yeah, I don't like I mean, it from him. But the thing is, he's going right. to a team that obviously won't fire him. He could suck for the next three years, and they're not going to fire him. I kept around I, an absolute mentally stupid, the dumbest coach in football, outside of Arthur Smith, for way too how many how many years was uh, Stanley there? Four, three, four. Yeah, I just I just feel like um, I just don't like the Chargers' job in in general. I mean, I mean, I know you have Justin Herbert or whatever, but. Uh, the cap is not great. You they have the most expensive defense in the league. Yeah, and a defense that doesn't play very well. They are they have they are fifty five um, million dollars in the red. Yeah, right the, now, the cap isn't that. great. You still have to extend Herbert, too. Uh, I mean, well, that, did, what, that, no, they did that this offseason. Yeah, this past oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Heard, well, okay. No, yeah, they didn't extend him, but his uh the higher level of cap that he's going to take up is going to be coming. So yeah, the extension yeah. is already, but he's going to be taking up a lot more cap here. I can't remember that too. For what um, they this real quick. Who are they cutting? Who are they cutting? I mean, Jason well, Jackson. No, they're gonna cut, I think they're going to end up cutting Khalil Mack, but I will say yeah. this. If Jim Harbaugh brings Jesse Minter to L.A., watch out. Watch out right now. I'm telling you right now. If Jesse Minter, if he does go with Jim to L.A., that defense is going to be buzzing. I can promise you that. I mean, they just, they have, you, you have, you're probably going to have to get rid of Khalil Mack. Yeah. Um, or if you want to keep because, that, you cut Joey. I mean, you have to really get rid of either or. Not, I mean, personally, I would cut Joey Bosa just because yeah. he is not never on the field. Or you go off the rails and so, just cut Derwin James for some reason. But you wouldn't though, because Derwin James is still Derwin James is still elite. He, yeah, I'm saying the Chargers, Dave. I'm not he, talking about sensible know, human beings here. <laughs> yeah, the the there's just lots lot of ground that you have to break there to rebuild and you have to do it while going to be paying Justin Herbert in a, in a division that's really, really tough. Obviously in a conference, that's really tough. You're going to have to completely groundbreak while paying Justin Herbert, you know, up to 60 mil a year when you're actually wanting to win. Not a recipe to win, man. And and your your best offensive weapon Eckler had a down, very not great year. He wanted to get paid. He wanted to get out of there. Keenan yeah. Allen, love him, but he's getting up there in age. Mike yeah. Williams can't stay healthy. And Quentin Johnston, he's ended the year decent. He's got but, a shot but, right in three months. But no, Quentin Johnston, end of the year, end of the year, 
Well, he ended the year. Because he had to. It was either. I understand that, but he put a really low bar to start. So (laughs) yeah, no, like next, if he doesn't figure out net for next year, we're talking about colossal bust. We're talking. We're talking Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Area. Yeah. I mean, makes more because he was picked twenty one. At least um, least Harry was thirty two. I I mean, obviously Jim Harbaugh can't. um, I mean, maybe I'm biased, but I feel like it's. True. I mean, if the Bears would have fired Matt Eberflus, it would have been the most attractive job in the league, no question. Oh. So um, you have money, you have a quarterback. Given, you yeah, have a you, have, you have a lot of money, team. number one pick, two top ten picks. Would have got a choice, a quarterback, whatever you want to do, yada yada. Um, obviously, Jim Harbaugh can't uh, account for the fact that the Bears are stupid and didn't even call him. Um, but, I mean, I would have I would have taken the Washington job before I would have taken... The Chargers. I would have taken the Atlanta job before I would have taken the Chargers, to be honest with you. And I mean, really, the only job that I would have not touched with a 10 foot pole just because of the owner is the Panthers. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm not shocked he's with the Chargers, though, just because I know his wife loves LA. They spent a lot of time out there already. And yeah, he's a West Coast guy. They wanted wanted to go there. Yeah. Niners, Stanford, you get the the connections there. It's, it's, it's interesting because, like, now look at, like, Openings is still open. I mean, actually, you know, hire we not really talking about. I really like the hire the 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 Titans hire. I one, I think by the way, they hired the OC from the Bengals OC. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Callahan, Ryan, Ryan. No, I will, I will preface this by saying I think the Titans firing Vrabel was the dumbest move this off season. Yeah, because Vrabel did in my in my football analysis life following all this. Vrabel did not lose that job. That team is not great, and they at least played hard. It's a lot like how I, I've been impressed with how the how the Cardinals played so well this past year. I know they only won you know four games, but I mean they it's... were in almost every single game because Gannon. I have to say, is Gannon a good coach? I think so. I, I wasn't a Gannon fan when he was hired last year, but like that team had no business being in this many games as the, they were. The funny thing about Vrabel is like he was a number one seed. You know what? Two three years ago, right? yeah, the year that Joe and went to, uh... because he had you know a couple downer years, right? Not number one seed years. I feel like they they're like, well, you got number one seed before, and so clearly you are you're under, underperforming right now. And it's like I, Mike's probably sitting there like, motherfucker, I have Ryan Tannehill. Like it, the, the, the fact that I got the one seed in the first place, you should be bowing down to me. Like what, what are we? Defense like, is still good. The yeah. defense was fantastic the entire time. He has a combination of Ryan Tannehill and you know Will Levis and Malik Willis. Well, was that the, was that Come the year on. Derrick Henry went nuclear? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's gone. I don't think he. Has oh yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's he's out of there now too. I, he's he's going to yeah, end up no, on the them, with some shit. Them firing Vrabel is I I I mean I I know the the thing that came out. It was that he wanted roster control, and they said no, and he's like, okay, later. <laughs> I just, is, also, like, look at the weapons they have. Like, no offense, like... They don't have any. Yeah. Exactly. They, they trade... What, the, the they best tra- players, they, like... Uh, they're, the, the best player, not Derrick Henry, is probably their backup to De- Derrick Henry and Ty J. Spears. I don't, I don't not think great. that... Not great. Yeah. Not I great. mean, look at look at the. It's just insane. I'm just thinking about like they traded AJ Brown for literally a bag of peanuts. 
Yeah, and I mean, what they have, Traylon Burks. Can't say healthy. Uh, I don't even know how to say that tiny name. name. Okanawa. 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 Words. Chigazuma Kwankwo. Listen, he he showed some promise, but still, like that's it. No, but I mean, that's all you got. Like I, I mean, I mean, Will Levis. I feel like Will Levis. I have a feeling they had no plan on drafting him. They just simply did it because he somehow fell to the beginning of second round, and they were just like, "Oh shit, okay." They're like, "Oh, look what fell in our lap." Yeah, I don't think they really had any intention of actually drafting him. Well, I think they traded up for him, didn't they? Because he fell to the second beginning. Yeah, I think they might have traded up a couple of picks, but it's like, yeah. But I mean, it's like at that point. I've, you know, you're sitting in the draft room. You pretty much need a quarterback, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have a guy like Will Levis that was in talks to be in a potential number one pick situation. And then he somehow falls to begins second round. Then you're like, well, fuck. I mean, that's a flyer. Let's do it. Like, why not? Not going to have another shot like that. Clearly, there was something there. You know, people thought he was going to be a top five pick. I mean, I just yeah, I, I really feel like... They did not intend to actually draft him at all. He looks like he can play sometimes. It's just I, I it's think he's got he, he he's got the arm. He's got the size. It's I, I think this offseason is going to be important. And now that you bring in an offensive mind who ran a really good offense with Jake Browning. Well, I yeah. problem is though I, I I mean I'd be surprised if they didn't draft a quarterback. I mean, I think you're going to go so they're, they're drafting. Were they drafting? They're top 10, right? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're definitely in the top 10. They're like, what, seven? I think yeah, they got to go for one of these Six, seven. You got D-Hop's, D-Hop's getting old. You know, he, he had hit or miss games. He had games he blew up and games that he was non-existent. You need to get more weapons there. If you, if you want to go, it really comes down to what he wants to do. If you want, if the co- coach wants to try again. But this is also be the third trade year they drafted a quarterback. Nah, listen, if, and that just doesn't look gonna, good as a franchise. He's going to, you know, he's going to go in the franchise and get his guy, though. Also, if you're going to, if you're going to draft a weapon at seven, you, you're probably going to take like a Dunze because Neighbors is probably going either four or five. And then you get a guy like a Dunze at seven. It's like, okay, you can, I guess, make it work. Um, depending I mean, on who you Dunze start. Your number one and two. Yeah. The problem is, though, is Burks, that I just... I'm not, obviously we're in, you know, January of 2024, um, but I'm not that hot on quarterbacks next year. Um, uh, I like, I feel like this class kicks the shit out of the next one. Oh, not this even is, close. Who's next year's tops? It's, um, I mean, what, Sanders, 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 it's going to be Sanders, Quinders, Drew it's Aller, Pop- I think like, Shador is so overrated. I'm just going to so say. Do I. So do I. I think, so I think Carson Beck has a could, Carson could be, Beck is probably the the best one to me. From um, the NFL transition, I, I think yeah. so. Dylan I Gabriel. But yeah, no, it's like, I mean, he's it, a college guy. Point he's being, though, there's just, there, I, I'm not going to take like the top five, six guys in this draft. Or six. Out of, I would literally take out of. I would take them one over any of those. Oh yeah, really. And so, until, like, until Alex Orgy shows up and takes. Yeah, it's so unless unless you are unless you are um, completely <laughs> planning on sitting to twenty six, where you're gonna take Archie Manning, then if we ever see him, 
If we ever yeah, see him play him, yeah. Well, he's, yeah. Gonna have, he's gonna say, well, no, well, I'm just gonna be honest. Quinn's gonna get hurt because it's what Quinn does. He's gotten hurt every <laughs> year since he's been in Texas. And Arch is gonna come in and he's gonna like, there's gonna be a game where he just throws for 200 yards and then he's just the white quarterback who just books it for 200 yards because the kid's got wheels and nobody knows that he has wheels. And people are gonna be like, oh shit, he can run. And well, they're not used to Manning quarterbacks being. Yeah, around, no. You know? <laughs> that's, 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 they're see Manning go, oh, he can't move, and then you yeah. see him scoot, and you're like, what the hell? You're like, whoa. Runs, then he runs a four three forty, and you're like, where the hell did that come from? Yeah, I like. I would be fine. I mean, if you're if you're drafting at hey, what actually, did we confirm what? Uh, they got no. It has to be top ten. They're, 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 I think they're Titans. Titans I'm pretty sure there's seven like eight. seven. Seven sounds right. I'm going to double seven, check. Six. Seven does um, sound. Because I mean, I, nine. Yeah, there's seven. There's seven. Okay. So I would expect out of your... This is how I expect really each draft pick to go. Um, I would be shocked if the Bears did not take Caleb Williams at one, even if I don't want them to. Um, I'd be shocked if that didn't happen. Drake May will probably go too. Uh, New I'm England... Yeah, I think I think Drake makes good like, to to Washington. The, the Reds, the, the Redskins, the Commanders would fuck that up. Yeah, I mean, I there's just no way you go with Sam Howell. Um, New England, honestly, this is the toss up one to me, but I I feel like they probably go Jaden Daniels. I that's where I would expect them to go. I think Arizona takes Marvin Harrison Jr. Bowers goes to the Chargers, the Giants. End up going with uh, Olu out of oh. Penn State. I, yeah, um, I think or I think Joe Alt. Um, I, I I'd be shocked if they didn't go O line. Um, and then Tennessee. I mean, you could probably get like if you want to go the JJ McCarthy Penix Bo Nix route, or consider trading down from seven. But like to me, I just the way the way the situation that you're in. Like drafting, like yeah, like Odunze at seven, that just feels like a loss. I don't know. I get it. I, it yeah, it's gonna depend on what what Callahan wants to do. That's gonna be an interesting. Yeah. And also, what, what do we got left to fill? What are what are the head coaching rules we saw to fill? We got Seattle, Seattle, and Seattle. Nah, so. but I mean, we mean Ben Johnson's going to one of them. Washington. We just Probably, yeah. they're not gonna announce it until the lines are done. Yeah, because me and Ben Johnson's yeah. pretty good. But here's the thing: who, does what happened? Was Bienemy also let go? No, Bienemy's still there. He's still there. Yeah. Hmm. yeah the thing about Bienemy, man, I, you know, people have uh, like every single year we do this, of, you know, wanting to hire Bienemy, whatever he gets interviews and stuff like that. At some point, I'm gonna trust. The fact that we, I mean, this is how many years we've done this now, like four at least, where every coaching cycle, you know, he's a hot name to interview and blah, blah, blah. And yet he still has not gotten a job. Maybe I, just I, I just feel like there's got to be something there, whether it's, you know, him as a person, them evaluating him or whatever. Clearly, clearly there's a reason why he is not a head coach. And, it's, it's and, not, and guess what? Like, not all not all good coordinators need to be head coach. I, I've been that, talking yeah, for yeah. years. It, I mean, at first, like at first when he like the first year when he 
got interviews, but decided to stay in Kansas City. Um, and then, you know, when he got interviews, but then decided to go to Washington. Like, especially that first time around when you decided to stay in Kansas City. Like, I, I understand, like, being patient in taking your first head coaching job because, you know, a lot of guys, man, like, you take that first one and it doesn't go well, probably won't get another shot. Yeah. And so it's like, if, you know, if you feel like, yeah, you get offered the head coaching job, but it's going to be a garbage one that you know ain't going to go very well, you're probably better off, yeah, let me stay with Patrick Mahomes and just pad my resume a little bit and get a better job next year. I I can, at first I was like, okay, maybe he's just being patient and, you know, waiting for the right one. Uh, I don't think someone is patient for like five years, though. No. I agree. (laughs) Like At this point, maybe... He's just not that good. Maybe he's oh. just good enough to be an OC. But Ryan, let's run through uh, our picks real quick, just because we're, we're we're starting to get pressed for a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Glidden, let's hear what what you got this week. What are your plays? Uh, really oh, oh, well, yeah. Which one? I'll, I'll, we'll do, we'll do Glidden first. I was gonna say Eric Glidden. I was like, oh, he called me the right name this time. <laughs> I'll make it quick. Uh. Mark Andrews over 35 and a half. It's fucking, like, if he's actually a full participant. 35 and a half? That's what it is on FanDuel at the moment. That's, that's probably going to skyrocket to like yeah. close to 40, 42, I think, by game time. But, I mean, Dolan Kincaid just put up, what, like seven for like 55? Like, that's, if Mark Andrews does the same thing, he is better. Um, then he should hit that number. Uh, with Debo banged up for my second play, I'm going to go CMC over 35 and a half receiving yards because I just think, you know, you got to find some offense somewhere, especially you don't want Debo too banged up if you end up making it past the Lions getting to the Super Bowl. So the offense has got to come from somewhere. Third play for me is going to be Gibbs, 50 rushing yards. uh, If the Lions learned anything from that Packers-Niners game, except the Niners can't get the ball ran on them. Uh, And I just think Gibbs is more explosive than Aaron Jones. So I I can see Gibbs breaking off a couple big ones here. And then my fourth play is going to be Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns. Uh, this is a minus 128. So a little, little, um, not the best odds, you know, compared to your minus 110. But uh, it's Mahomes in the playoffs. You're probably going to need some magic here. Uh, he, it's He's going to do what he does. Hopefully. He gets a, a garbage time touchdown and he hits this one. The the Chiefs are down by seventy five points, but <laughs> those are my four points. Oh, and the Gibbs fifty rushing yards is plus money at plus one hundred two at the moment. So, all right, Ryan, what are your plays? Yeah, I'm gonna be all over the Ravens uh, to cover the four. I no shot. My taking the damn Chiefs. Um, I also just really. Uh, I'm a fan of the under in the game, uh, 44 and a half in Baltimore. And with the way that just both teams play and the Chiefs struggle to kind of put points on the board, um, I, I expect it to be a, 30 points this year. Yeah, I, I, I expect it to be like a 24, you know, 17, something like that, you know. Um, so I like the under. Also, give me Lamar anytime touchdown. I'll be over that. No, that's a that's a corporate play, but I'd be shocked if he doesn't get in. Um, also, going to be all over the Lions. I mean, I'm honestly I'm shocked 
that this line is what it is. Seven's um, a lot. Seven and a half. I mean, it's seven and a half on oh, what up DraftKings right seven before. Yeah. Um, I hope he gets three points. Right, seven and a half for Detroit is it? That just feels like a lot to me, and I, I, it's such a bait line. It really because yeah. it, there's going to be so many people on the Lions this weekend. It's going to be the favorite bet, hundred percent. Um, and it it already is by the percentages, but not actually not as much as I thought. It's sixty seven percent, and then sixty seven percent the spread. Um, but going to be all over the lines for the vibes. I mean, the, the over unders 51 and a half. I also feel like that goes under primetime games. It just, they, these guys, these refs, they love their unders. Um, my guy, if you guys know Peter, I forget, I, I forget how to say his last name, Peter Apel, Appel, shout out Peter. Um, he could give you all the statistics on that for percentages, how the refs do with unders, but uh, yeah, they, they smack, basically. Uh, and then also, my last one would be for would be David Montgomery, anytime touchdown for the Lions. I, like that. Uh, I just feel like, cool. Let me rant about one thing for a moment here, actually. Craig Reynolds. Craig Reynolds. You got to touch them that last putting game. them putting that. Dude, okay, that's another instance where you're like, you know, this isn't scripted, but you can't tell me that there ain't some fucking influence there. Greg you know, Reynolds randomly going in for the... Come on. You know they fucked that up, right? He wasn't supposed to be in. Did they actually? Amon Ra, how do you, how do you fuck Brown, that up? Amon Ra, they fucked up the personnel. Amon Ra on his podcast literally was like, yeah, he was not supposed to be there. He goes, I turned around and I saw white cleats and he goes... Who the hell is running the ball? And then he turns around and he goes, "Oh, it's Craig." And he goes, "He hit that bit. He hit that hole hard as a mother." And I was like, "Yeah, he did, dude." I was so I had uh, man, I, I had a couple of things right on a Montgomery touchdown. They take it. He takes it down to the one, and they bring out freaking Craig Reynolds. And I was like, "What? What is happening?" Here? Yeah, according to Amon Ra, that was uh, that was a uh, a mistake. Yeah, I, I just I have the same you know feeling as Ryan though. The Niners can get the ball ran on them and and while you know obviously Gibbs gets the explosive plays as long as it's not like a 20 plus yard run that Gibbs could you know gets in the end zone for when it comes to the gritty you know fight yeah. for a two yard like it's it's Montgomery and so I just feel like they're they're gonna get close up to the goal line David's gonna punch it in also you know I miss David Montgomery love that guy yeah that was you could have kept I him. hope he scores a touchdown man you I really could have kept him you have to I know. go for nothing I know all right, so we're going to my players real quick before we have to end this. Um, I'm all over the Niners or pass catchers because the one thing we've seen is the Lions give up a shit ton of yards. Um, we just saw Mike Evans go for 150. Yeah. I'm taking Ayuk over 80, especially, especially with Devo banged up. I think Ayuk has a day. Um, I last week took George Kittle. He hit for me. I'm also taking George Kittle again because I look at Kate Otten putting up pretty good yardage and knowing that Devo's hurt at not 100%. <laughs> George what Kittle is, George is do? insane, and I just don't see anyone on the line stopping him. And that he'll do some type of insane, just you know, thirty-five yard, you know, catch up the sidelines where he runs through you know three would-be tacklers and somehow you know get tackled to two. I think I might, I think I might sprinkle on George a hundred to be perfectly honest. I don't be shocked if he does it. I, I mean, he could easily cover that because he'll get like a burst, like forty, fifty-yard yeah. play or something like that. You know? I'm all over using the Jackson touchdown. Lamar Jackson mm. rushing. I think we're going to see a lot yeah. of the same play design that they use against the Texans. I know the Chiefs have a better defense, but we just saw Josh Allen run for 
80 yards on them. Now, Lamar is not Josh Allen build, but Lamar is the swiftest runner I've seen in the NFL from the quarterback position from a standpoint of just the jukiness. It's not the fastest, but from the jukiness in the, in the, the extra twitch muscle, I mean, it's impressive and he doesn't take hits, but watch mm-hmm. the chiefs. They're going to hit the hell out of him. I'm telling you right now. And then I know you like your prime time unders. I'm actually going to say, I, I couldn't think of a fourth pick. So I said, over? screw it. I'll take the over 51 and a half in this game because the lions want to shoot out. The I lions know. do not want a one possession I mean- game. I won't lie, man. Overs are so much more fun. Yes, they they really are. And this, when this, I, I don't when love I this take pick. an over, it's like I you know I get Kenny Pickett trying to fucking throw it. I mean, it's just you know. And this we're getting Jared like, Goff and we're getting Brock Purdy, and I think we see a lot of throwing on these teams because guess yeah. what? You can't you can't run on you cannot run on the Lions. They have not given up a seventy yard rush no. all year. No. So if CMC rushing, I would also his line is high. What's his line? Eighty nine. 89. Yeah, it was it was 89 the other day. I may have dropped a little bit because I I that's high. That's really yeah, high. I guess the team that I mean, doesn't that's, that's definitely that's definitely not hitting too. If like I mean, if the Lions are able to have a lead in any way, they're gonna they're gonna. I mean, yeah. I mean that that's the problem with the Niners, man. I mean, they get you know. I know they finally it's 86 that whatever now. record. It's 86 but, and a half. Okay, but it was uh, 89 well, and a half, and I was like, dude, that's Shan- that's- Shanahan was like 0 and 30 or something like that, down double digits in the fourth yeah, quarter or whatever, yeah, like that. I mean, and I know they're you know, they're not really built to come back, but man, they, they can't, they're not gonna be able to feed Christian McCaffrey that yeah. much, especially against the Lions, man, because they they score points in a hurry. Like, so you that's get why I like the shootout because mm. so. they don't play much, but they don't, the passing defense isn't very good right now in Detroit, it's, it, it's getting there, yeah, yeah. but I know. Ryan has to run. My Ryan has to run. And, uh, you know, Ryan, it was absolutely love having you on. You know, we already talked about we're going to want to do a nice little draft cap episode with you. Yeah, we're definitely a little little close. But, hey, let's go. uh, Let's go Lions. Let's go Ravens. That would be a fun. That'd be a fun Super Bowl. Uh, That'd be a blast, man. And I I would be fine with either team winning. I'm going to say I'm going to say let's go Ravens, because if I say let's go to either team, on the NFC, some, <laughs> some, one of my friends is going to punch me in the face. So, okay. um, we're just going to we're just going to stick with the Ravens. Let's go Ravens. <laughs> Lamar, be the hero that America Lamar, needs. Please, Seriously. God, Lamar, save the country. Be Captain America. <laughs> but as always, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate everyone so much for checking in, following us. Make sure you follow Ryan on everything TikTok, Twitter, all that. We'll put all the stuff in again in the episode notes and, and in the Instagram bios, all that. Hopefully get get you some more listeners. I'm Dave. And I'm Ryan. And have a great night. And as always, oink oink.